too sad. Too Mormon. Too... Oh, fuck. This doesn't happen to me. I'm a person who knows what to wear. That's like my thing. Joe probably thought that was my only thing. But he always looked like he was about to go golfing, so maybe he could have used a bit of it. I mean, I wore jeans and a t-shirt on our first date, for Christ's sake. So he wouldn't think I was a slut. It wasn't just jeans and a t-shirt, of course. It was my best pair of jeans and my thinnest t-shirt that said, I like my strawberries wild. It was what I always wore on first dates. So if I ran out of things to say, we could at least talk about my shirt. But that didn't happen with Joe. We just went to a bar, one he was fond of because Patty Smith mentioned it in a book once, and drank whiskey on the burgundy couch. I really wanted him to think I was the kind of girl who drank whiskey. And sitting there, lit by the dripping candles, he looked golden, Grecian, edible. Later that night, I wore nothing at all because I am, in fact, a slut. I wore a silk dress the day we met his friends doing mushrooms in Central Park. They were all great. Except for one. The most important one, of course. This friend entered a room with his intellect first, and made us all watch a bed of wilting flowers, until he finally said, This. This is the circle of life. The friend was not impressed with me, which was fine. I was not that impressive. He didn't like that I hadn't read that one Joan Didion essay about New York. How was that possible? Joe's obsessed with it. He hated the time I accidentally said espresso rather than espresso. And if it wasn't for his endless philosophizing about technology and the user experience, he would have thought I was brain dead. Every website is completely unrecognizable from when it entered the zeitgeist. Name one. I'll bend my smeg on it. Reddit, I whispered twirling the grass through my fingers. I didn't realise Joe could hear me. But he did. And he looked at me. Nodded with encouragement. Reddit, I said again, louder this time. His friend looked at me with the same surprise I felt. Reddit. Reddit! He stood and laughed and bombarded himself with a flurry of... Oh, of course! Reddit! And when I looked back at him, my him, he was smiling. My favourite dress clung to my body when I realised I was in love with him. It hit me in a wave of, oh shit, as he carried my bag without having being asked. But just a month before, he'd said, I'm not looking for anything serious. And I'd said, me too. And we were both too young to realise we were lying. So I cried silently. And when he noticed the tears staining my emerald silk neckline, he asked what was wrong like he genuinely wanted to know. Which, of course, only made the crying worse. I wore a navy cardigan as I waited for him to say it first. And denim overalls as I kept waiting. And a red satin skirt as I waited some more. And when he finally said it, I was busy fixing the zipper on my leather jacket as we left a sushi restaurant that had been a total bust. I love you, he blurted out, to which I responded, what? 
I knew to wear a wrap dress to meet his family, so his parents wouldn't think I was a whore, but he'd still be attracted to me. The dinner was... It was fine, I suppose. This weather, his dad said. Absolutely bitter. What did Joan say? The last time I was in New York was in a cold January, and everyone was ill and tired. <laughs> everyone at the table nodded their head. Besides me. Goodbye to all that. Have you not read it? It's Joseph's favourite. I've read it, I said. Joe rolled his eyes. She doesn't like Joan Didion. That's not true, I just don't like that essay. Why not? It's a masterpiece, his mother asked. I'm just not ready to hate New York yet. I fiddled with my jade ring as they all laughed and laughed. He took my hand beneath the table, gave it a pleasant squeeze, and continued laughing. I wore the t-shirt from our first date the day we moved in together, but by then it was stained with sesame oil and coffee. It was the apartment he had wanted in the neighbourhood he liked. But he was paying for 65% of the rent, so we decided it made sense. Together. Plus it was an easy commute to his job. It was an hour to mine, of course, and there were plenty of better areas that were close to his job. Plenty that weren't so domestic, so... dead. When I tried to bring this up to him, he gave me a kiss and said, It'll just take some getting used to. And I was okay with no longer being in Manhattan, I really was. But for some reason, I just... I couldn't bring myself to help him unpack. I just looked out at the old church across the road. Its stained glass window that glowed with the setting sun. I was wearing a thick cotton robe when the church burned down. I had been the one to wake up to the roaring flames. The first to call the fire department. We'd later learn it was an accident. A lit candle, a mouse, you get it. At least now we'll get a lot more light, is what he said as we watched the flames grow higher and higher into the night sky. We didn't know he was sick then, but we would, soon. You're supposed to continue loving your partner when they're sick. Good people continue loving their partners when they're sick. And that's what I thought I was doing, when I came home with new jeans, since he no longer filled out his old ones and a hat so he wouldn't have to watch his hair fall out. It would just happen quietly, as if by accident. But seeing those new clothes just made him angry. Everything seemed to make him angry then. He was mad when I dressed up because it reminded him that he couldn't, or wouldn't. And then he was mad when I dressed down because he feared I wasn't attracted to him anymore. The sight of me was torture to him, as if I was flaunting my health in his face. So I stopped wearing silk dresses, satin skirts matching lingerie, because they didn't impress him anymore, and he didn't want to be impressed. You know, he'd say things to me like, I couldn't understand, which of fucking course I couldn't understand, but was I really such a horrible person for trying? I was on my hands and knees wiping the glass shards on my old college sweatshirt from the plate he had shattered, when I finally accepted that the worst parts of him had become worse, and the best parts had disappeared completely. It was at some bar one night, talking to some guy who didn't matter, 
when suddenly I realised I could fuck him. I wanted to fuck him. I wasn't wearing anything special then, not even a pair of heels. I don't like your friends, he said when I got home later. I know. I don't understand why you even hang out with them. He watched with disapproval as I unsnapped the crotch of my bodysuit. They're simple. That's rude, Joe. Sometimes I worry you were a Philistine before I met you. The words were so close to my red painted lips, I could taste them. I'm leaving you. But instead, I freed my hair from its gelled ponytail. What? He prodded. If you have something to say, say it. I don't have anything to say to you, Joe. I could feel his glare tracing my body as I folded my leather pants. Do you wear those stupid clothes because there's not enough of you to pay attention to without them? I froze. Finally, I looked over at him, tangled in soiled sheets on the bed, wearing the same shirt he slept in the night before. Then... I smoothed the creases out of my pants and put them back where they belonged. That morning, it wasn't that I wanted to look good, it's that I needed to. So I put on gold eyeshadow and my emerald dress that made me feel like being in love. And for the first time, I didn't do it to start a conversation in case I didn't have enough to say. I did it to remind myself that I was young I was healthy. I wasn't the kind of girl who drinks whiskey and I don't like that one Joan Didion essay and that's okay. I was okay. And then I got the call that he was dead. In all of those moments, I could not have been wearing anything else. It would have been inappropriate. But that skill of mine seems to have left with him. Because... Here I am, standing before a closet in an empty apartment in a neighbourhood that's still domestic, still dead, about to go to a funeral where I will have to see his family, his friends, and convince them all that I still loved him. And I have absolutely nothing to wear. 